everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Berto. Hi, everyone. Blah, 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 blah. Alejandro? Hi, Bobby. All right, that counts. Yeah, that counts. He's making so many noises now. He's making new noises. Before, he would just make one or two. Now he's making new noises, right? Sweet little he seems, baby. He seems very excited. I don't know if he's distressed, if he's excited. He might just start crying for two seconds for no reason, by the way. Yep. So just, just be prepared. Okay. I will be prepared. Um, all right. Dragon, how was your week? Uh, it was all right. Was, your I'm... fun-filled, exciting week. Yeah. I feel like I did a lot. I was really busy. I was really busy today. I'm very tired. I feel a little run down. Um, but other than that, fine. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't that. sound like, but you're like, oh, everything hurts and I'm in pain. I had a great week. Yeah, I had a fun week. Nothing, nothing, nothing good, nothing bad. You know, just one of those usual weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going, I'm going home for Thanksgiving next week, so that's exciting. Oh, really? Yeah. Surprising, because I uh, invited you to my son's giving, uh, friendsgiving, mm-hmm. and uh, you happen to just come up suddenly. Suddenly, you're like, oh, I can't. I have plans. Yes, yeah, suddenly I have plans where I'm going to see my family on Thanksgiving, like I do every year. Weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suddenly you have plans, Dragon. Don't want to hang out with me, your best friend in the whole world. <laughs> You're just talking about Alejandro. Berto has now propped it up, propped it up so I can only see Alejandro on the camera oh, and not him. Yeah, I, and it, I've, if we can go I, ahead yeah. and do this the whole time, that would be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. But yeah, I've basically just eliminated myself from the camera and uh, now only Alejandro. You can only see Alejandro. And by the way, you're you're waving at him even though he doesn't even... He I know. Can't even, he does not interpret that the screen is a person. I know, but I want. He's wanted... just looking at it like colors, 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 colors. But I, I still want him. I still feel like I need to entertain him. Okay. Anyway, uh, what about you, Berto? How was your week? My week, uh, nothing really. I mean, just the same stuff. But you know, yeah, kid, work, mm-hmm. jujutsu. Are you That's all recovered from the marathon? I mean, I recovered on like Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm. Yeah, I'm, it took me like I'm a days. tough bro. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, it took me two days, and then I was fine. Yeah, I was no. back to training. I just was like, I, I, ah. no, I, uh, I, I trained. Mm-hmm. It's just I was like, oof, I'm uh, more tired than usual, but I feel good. Yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah, but that pretty much I was fine. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing special, really. I, I mean, I fucking did nothing this week because of the marathon because I don't have a marathon to run anymore. I know. What are you gonna do with your life? My my life has no meaning. <laughs> yeah, train for next year. Did you finish your uh like nine plus one program? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all done. I got this shit. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, you're on top of it. I'm ready for next year, even though <laughs> as I was running it, I kept telling myself, this is the last time I'm doing this. Do you say that every year? Every fucking year I say that. <laughs> and then the next year, and then like three days later, I'm like, oh, when's the next marathon? Yeah, it's almost like it sucks, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, should we jump in then? Yeah, let's go ahead and get this started, Dragon. Okay. All right, Dragon. Yes. Why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon, what did you watch on the couch this week? Okay, so I'm actually going to start in the theater. Um, And Andrew and I wandered out so so we could see Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Great. Huge. I'm a huge Chadwick Boseman fan. Huge Chadwick Boseman. No. uh, (laughs) Sorry, bud. Um, I don't uh, don't read the news, so I have no idea what happened. (laughs) That's terrible. Um, Anyway, this is the new. This is Black Panther 2 essentially yeah um it is uh you know i, I didn't love it uh, i i think it's the, i think it's that the first one is really good <laughs> and it's like hard to kind of want hard to beat it i don't think it's a bad movie in, in any way shape or form i think it's just like 
it it was like mildly disappointing. I don't even think the first one's a good movie. I think it's an okay movie. I like the first one. I think Michael B. Jordan is great in it. And the CGI is really bad. And then it's okay. Meh. Nah, it's it's meh. It's a it's an okay movie. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I feel about this one. Like it's an okay movie. Some it had some fun like underwater stuff that was kind of cool. You didn't like, you didn't ah! like you didn't like Neymar for some reason becoming Mexican. Anyway, sorry, technical difficulties. Go ahead. Yes, I said some things that were very horrible. That <laughs> even Alejandro looked at me funny. Zoom so was I like, we wanna, can't have this. <laughs> yeah, I want to uh, apologize to all um, Atlanteans. So I'm sorry. Uh, and I will give my full my full my full uh, apology on Twitter. So just Thank look you. for that, guys. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, are you were you excited for Namor? How they changed them from being an Atlantean to I, th- I don't even know what the fuck he was. But I heard someone explaining that his name is Namor in Spanish. Because yeah. it's something about without love or some shit. Sin yep. amor. Yep. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That sounds stupid. Yeah. Was yeah. it stupid, Dragon? I mean, is that were they supposed to be Atlanteans? Is that like what they're on the well, comic book? He's yeah, in the comic book, he's Atlantean. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, like you got to change shit from the comic book. So like, th- my big thing is, does it does it make sense? Does it make better sense? I mean, then an already underwater group of people. Yeah, sure, it's like a, it's, <laughs> you know, like what I, it's a comic book. I don't know. No, okay. it doesn't. But it's a, it's you. not supposed to. Um. Anyway, I it was okay. It was fine. Okay. Uh, it's long. So, and that's it. That's it. Nothing else. It's two forty-one. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! Two forty-one. Right. I got shit to do. Don't they know that? Right. That's what I'm sit saying. There for two fucking hours. Well, and it was one of those things where useless things we walked into it and i was like andrew this is really long right he was like yeah it's really long it's like, okay oh god <laughs> I honestly feel like we man- go through phases where like movies are like now we're at the two and a half hour movie phase and it'll come back down to 90 minutes at some point yeah well in the in the 70s they had these things where they were like we're gonna make every movie two and a half hours and then it by the 80s they were like no 90 minutes 90, 90 minute comedies yeah <laughs> yep or thrillers, um, I guess. There were, there were a lot of 90 minutes. Yeah, because, thrillers. because they were like, movies are important, so they have to be long. And then the audience is just like, ugh. Yeah. But, yeah and it's uh, just like, worry. listen, I, I want something fun to do for like an hour and a half on a Friday night, but that's it. Yeah. Oh, Alejandro oh, doesn't he's... like the long movies either. No, hey, what's the matter? I think he's a little fussy right now. I might have to. Might have to hand them off because he's it's about to be his bath time. But yeah. Okay, so Dragon, anything else about Black Panther? No, I think that's it. Was it Panther enough for you? Sure. That's fine. It's like <laughs> it's like a it's a definitely like a female led movie, which was fun. But Ooh. um eh, the story was okay. Well, me and my chick were gonna go watch it. Now I'm gonna tell <laughs> you no. I mean you should she we are not allowed. <laughs> you you can still go see it. It's a, it's just a long movie to go out to go out with. No. All right. What else did you watch, Megan? Okay. Oh, Alejandro. Don't worry. He's okay. Okay. He's just being very fussy. Um. I also watched. Um, uh. Okay. I. Uh, one. Okay. Whoops. Sorry. I. It takes me a really long time to find the pause button. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, I want to apologize to. Uh, Jesus Christ! All the Wakandans. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, we're just, again, we're gonna have my, so many so many seconds of like dead silence because I was like, I can't find <laughs> it. <laughs> well, luckily you just have Alejandro crying. 
But yeah, Alejandro had to leave. He had to go take a bath and go fussy. night. Go nighty nights. He's just a little too fussy right now. Poor little guy. He just doesn't yeah. like your really bad opinions. That's all. <laughs> Probably. All right, Dragon. Yes. Okay. On. Next. Um. So after that, uh, we went ahead and we watched um Tenebrae. Uh. So this you can watch on Shutter. Joe Bob did it. Um. Or you can be like Andrew and own the Blu-ray or whatever for <laughs> 4K. Oh. Uh, so it's a Dario Argento. It's a Giallo. Um, it's from 1982. I uh, I really like it. It's a pro- it's a solid Giallo. Basically, it's about a uh, an American author who goes to Rome, and there are like murders that occur based on his book, and um, he sort of like kind of has to solve the case along with the Roman cops. I feel like I saw this movie. You probably did. I, it's it's one of the it's like, one of the more famous Argentos. I mean, there's you know stuff that doesn't make sense, but there's fun kills. I mean, and it's, it's all fucking. There's nudity and hot hot Italian ladies. So what are you gonna do? Say ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> so Alejandro would love it. He would love it. Yeah, some some great boobies. Mm, okay. All yeah. right. Maybe now now maybe I'm excited again. Yeah, just to watch this. I think it's a good Joe Bob as well. I mean, it's just the fucking Italian Giallo movies. They're fucking terrible. Yeah, but then you get Joe Bob's like fun explanation about them. But they're still terrible. Background. You're such a baby. They're just bad. I'm surprised bad you don't like Giallos because you you like bad movies. You yeah, said, but like, they're like boring bad. And then I don't. Th- and then I, don't like, I disagree on the boring part. And then they're like, look at the bright colors. And then we're like, oh my god, yeah. I'm sorry, the red. movie is pretty. <laughs> bright red. Oh my god, bright red blood. And then do it's you, like do things like, don't make sense. Do you like and then, Suspiria? No. The new one or the original? I like the new one better. Really? I'm surprised. The new one, the new one's long and weird. Oh, again, once again, Dragon. I I, <laughs> I understand that to you, length in a movie is like the worst thing in, in history, but I, I <laughs> subscribe to the theory that. A good movie is never long enough, and a bad movie is never short enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we so we, I, we can't say it every day, every week. Yes, I can because <laughs> I have to because I, I have to remind you every week because you're always like your first opinion on the movie is well, I don't know. It was an hour and forty two minutes. <laughs> ten out of ten. It was an hour and forty two minutes. <laughs> oh, this movie was an hour and twenty one minutes. Ten out of ten. It's like that doesn't tell me anything. Anyway, I think Tenebrae is a, a solid, a really solid giallo. Can't you, okay. you, it's a good, it's one of the better Jar- Dario Argentos. Okay. Um, okay. Just next. Make shit movies, but blah 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 blah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, let's you. move on. Okay. Uh, next, I I uh, in my Kubrick watchings, we are up to Doctor Strangelove. So we watch Doctor Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. No, it's um, not. At- or that's the, the it's Doctor Strangelove. Or how it how I learned to, you know, all that the the rest of it. Yeah, isn't that what I just said? No, I thought you said it like Doctor Strange Love, and then or, blah blah. Oh, blah. I thought you meant no, it it's as, like all like, two one. Titles. Sorry, no, oh, no okay. all one. I'm title, sorry, one I, I'm sorry, I heard that wrong. Yeah, I ju- I did pause. You're not wrong. Okay, anyway, this is of course yeah, not then, streaming then, anywhere. You know what? I'm fucking right. <laughs> Shut you know, up. You know what? Good. Apologize to me again. This is a Go Kubrick, on. so it's not streaming. Um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, this movie's fucking funny. It's so good. <laughs> this is such a good comedy. So I saw this movie relatively recently, like maybe ten years years ago, uh-huh. and I still fucking laughed. Yeah, I mean uh- the fucking scenes in the war room yeah. are so goddamn funny. And there's such there are such good like one liners like there's no fighting in the war room. <laughs> or what, what's my favorite is uh, my favorite is when I think it was Peter Sellers. He's like. What? You're gonna let him in here? 
<laughs> He's gonna see the board. Yeah. It's just a board with like lights, like and it says nothing. <laughs> it's a, yeah i think it, i think it actually he might actually say he's gonna see the map but it's just like a big giant map of russia with nothing yeah. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> it's like this map doesn't have anything what the fuck are you talking about i i felt i felt really stupid when we were watching it because after i listened to the um i listened to the blank check check episode on it and uh it they they were like oh yeah peter sellers plays this character this character and this character and i didn't realize one of those characters was peter sellers Oh yeah, so he stupid. plays. He plays like the president. He plays the doctor the, the strange. Who's like doctor strange? Doctor strange love. He plays the um British. Who, who's the, 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 it's, the, the? It's it's like the uptight British guy that like is stuck yeah. in the room with the general that, that's talking about fluids. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite is just the, the general, the, the main general who like. Oh yeah, he's, he's fucking great. screaming. He's my favorite character. He's, he's so fucking so funny. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yes, I, I, I highly, highly recommend this movie is so good. It's worth the three bucks or whatever you have to pay to, to rent it or just yeah, buy it I, like a normal person. I think it's also great. Yeah. By the way, if you listen closely, you can hear Alejandro in the background making noises as he's getting changed. Yes. Um, getting ready, getting ready to my, wind down for the night. My chick is, uh, you know, changing him. So he's getting ready to go down. He's got this new like suit that we put him in. And then he literally can't move. He looks like a, he looks like you described it perfectly. He's the kid from uh, a Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> can't put his little arms up. Yeah. Um, no, he can't put them down, but yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Down. <laughs> no, that was in the movie. He couldn't put his arms down. Angel. And then yeah, he yeah. fell and he couldn't roll over. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's so good. That's my favorite Christmas movie. It's every time it's, it's on TV, I insist. What about on a nightmare it. before Christmas? Yeah. 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 That's good too. Anyway. That's, uh, that's also, that's my favorite Christmas movie. And I no, I'm Christmas? saying like, no, 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 no. I'm saying that that's what you're saying. Oh, like, no. Every movie is your favorite Christmas movie. Oh, yes. Well, my I favorite mean, look, Christmas there are movie. some classics. You have to watch them. My favorite Christmas movie is the one where the woman fucks the ghost. <laughs> that one was okay. so bad. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay, Don't worry. We're okay, going to watch next. Some, some fun Christmas movies this Jesus year. Jesus Christ. Next, uh, I watched uh, the 1994 uh, comedy starring Nick Cage uh, called Guarding Tess. Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically a Driving Miss Daisy is is my assumption because I've never seen Driving Miss Daisy, but it's like basically a young a young man Nick Cage ha- is like thrown into working for uh, Shirley MacLaine, who plays like okay. a former president's wife. It's okay. uh, great. I really liked it. You liked it a lot. <laughs> It's like uh, the first half like drags a little bit, but the second half I'm like I'm really invested in these characters. Okay, how is uh how cagey is Nick Cage in this? He's like really he's relatively subdued, considering. Oh yeah, yeah, man. But you know, I mean, he, I, I love Shirley MacLaine. I really love yeah, Shirley MacLaine. She's also great. Yeah, but yeah, that that's Nick Cage. And subtle Nick Cage is like the best acting Nick Cage, but like it's just not as much fun. Yeah, no, you're 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 not wrong. You are absolutely not wrong. Yeah, um, Vampire's Kiss is probably the best Nick Cage movie. You think so? I haven't seen it. I don't know. I've never seen oh, it. We're going to have to watch it for the podcast. Right? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, okay. But anyway, yeah. So it's just a really nice, like, you know, 90s uh, comedy that has, like, uh, there 90s movies have this really weird thing where the score, like, almost always doesn't quite make sense for the tone the movie is taking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like a weirdly like Christmas movie score, but it doesn't that there's just like no reason for that. <laughs> Wait, so it's a Christmas is does it take place during Christmas? No, no, it, there's no it's no, like so not just it just has that so vibe. So, okay, that's funny. Yeah, 
just a, that weird vibe. Um, anyway, I watched that. So I uh, highest I recommend. Ten highest out of I did like oh, it. The I, highest I recommend it. Now we're in 36 minutes. <laughs> I mean, li- listen, you're not, you are absolutely not wrong. It is an hour and 36 minutes. Um, there are other better Shirley MacLaine movies, though. The Apartment is like an amazing movie. That's How long is her, that movie? One of her early movies. I don't know. Now um, we're in 28. It's really good. You probably. <laughs> it's really good. You would actually probably like The Apartment. I, I've never seen it, but it's one of those that I know I should watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. Maybe we'll do it for the podcast. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, okay. um, uh, and then I think the only other one I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about is we are at Gorley and Rust, which is another podcast that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, they're doing um thrillers. Yeah. Uh, like sexy thrillers or something for oh ninety sexy year. thrillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. What yuppie thrillers. That's what they're doing. Yuppie thrillers. So it's like um they uh they're they're basically doing like any movie where it's like a kind of upper middle class yuppie family and like bad things happen to them because there was like that was a whole genre in the 90s oh yeah that's what i mean by like 90s sexy thrillers they're all like these like everyone for some reason lives in these giant houses they're all like the houses are not rich but they're like oh they make a lot of fucking money they're all like live in houses in the mountain And like they all drive expensive cars and they're all like young 20 somethings. And then it's like, oh, look at this psychological thriller, (laughs) sexual intrigue. It's very, very interesting. It's just neat. Like in this one. okay, so this one, there's this family. Right. And they hire it. They they, first of all, this lady's pregnant. So she's Mm -hmm. got an older daughter. She's pregnant. She goes to a doctor. That doctor like molests her. Basically, he's like inappropriate Mm -hmm. with her. She she accuses him. She like reports him for being inappropriate like she should. And he ends up uh, allegedly allegedly. Yeah. And and, like he ends up, you know, killing himself. And then spoilers for a movie from 30 years ago Um, (laughs) ends up killing himself. And then um, their baby is born and then come to come to find out their nanny that they hired is the wife of that man they killed themselves anyway point being and she's like ruining their life and it's one of those things like all of these have this weird slow burn where it's like the stuff that happens is not like it's not like you know she's not like murdering her their kids right she's like ruining his job in one little way or like planting a seed that maybe he's cheating with her friend you know like it's like that kind of stuff where it's just like it's almost small enough where it's not it's like not that bad but big enough where it like would actually kind of ruin your life in a a weird way like just chip away at your like quality of life and i feel like a lot of them are like that did but you anyway. just get distracted because Alejandro was back? I did. Alejandro was back a short in the picture, so I, I got super distracted and lost my train of thought completely. Anyway, um, th- these people, basically, all you need to know about how yuppie they are is they have like a multi-bedroom house. And then mm-hmm. also they have a uh, a, a, a one, one income. The dad is the only one that works. And the yeah. mom has to get a nanny so she can build her greenhouse in the backyard. Yeah, and for some reason it's always like... um. He's a he's a psychologist or, ex, or ex, something like, like that. that. Some yeah. type of doctor. Yeah. Oh, Bobby. He's fine. Don't worry. So upset. Anyway, that's the hand that rocks the cradle. Uh, it's on Hulu. If you want to watch it. Highest of recommends from you. It's Would good. Alejandro enjoy it? No. Really? Yeah. In the 90s sexy thriller, there's no nudity. 
Oh no, there's breastfeeding. Actually, yes, there's <laughs> breastfeeding. Yes. Because it's still. not like sexy nudity. It's breastfeeding. Oh, and I'm yeah, just like, point. yeah. Uh, but there is like some weird things where breastfeeding where I was like, I feel like they really just kind of breastfed that baby, and that's weird. <laughs> like, I mean, like, is it? Well, yeah, because it's the actress doing it. And that's not her baby. Like, how do you know it's not her baby? It could be her baby. No, it's not. They use triplets. We we, we saw in the, in oh, the uh, okay. and, like three month old triplets. Anyway, I watched that. Okay. And I think that's about it, Birdo. If you want to tell us about what you watched in a little segment to call Alejandro's crying, it doesn't want you to do it. <laughs> oh, well, Alejandro knows what I'm about to talk about, so that's why he's upset. <laughs> Poor All little right, guy. Okay, and uh, a little side yeah. move to call Bird on the Bed. All right, Dragon, yes. I'm going to start with a little movie. All yes. right. Now, you might have heard of this movie, Dragon. It's called Don't Worry, Darling. Now, have you heard of this movie? I have. Fun fact, Andrew is currently watching it in the room <laughs> behind, room? behind me right now. Um, yeah, so this is a movie directed by Olivia Wilde. I believe it was written by, I don't know if it was written by her, but she was had some influence in it and stuff. Um it was uh, directed by Olivia Wilde. It was it's starring Florence Pugh. Olivia Wilde is also in it. And Chris Pine and your boy, Dragon, Harry Styles. Is um, he my boy? Yeah, yeah. You know how you love Well, it's a, probably your boy would be Chris Pine. You, I mean, that's a sexy man, right, Dragon? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're right, you're right. All right. So this movie is famous because uh, when I say famous, I mean infamous. Bec- and when I say infamous, I mean famous in my house because I <laughs> was watching the press tour for it, not knowing anything about the movie. And then for some reason, it's like, why is all this drama happening on this press tour? And ever- the first thing was like, um, ba- here's my here's my theory. Yes. And I'm going to say theory. And when I say theory, I mean like everyone is basically saying this is what happened. Okay. Olivia Wilde was like, oh, my movie seems to be getting very bad reviews on the early screenings. Um, how do I get people to watch this? I know. I'll just generate drama. <laughs> so the first thing she did was say like, oh, the uh, main actor who was supposed to, the, the person who was supposed to be the lead actor uh, yeah. opposite Florence Pugh was um, Shia LaBeouf, right? Your boy. Oh, okay. And um, apparently he had a scheduling conflict and had to drop out. And mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde was like, oh, let me see about Okay. Say bye, Dragon. Okay. So, okay, go. <laughs> um, so what happened was uh, he, he dropped out. Harry Styles took over. Uh-huh. Uh, and what, what Olivia Wilde was like, hey, well, uh, him and Florence Pugh had problems and they were arguing all the time. So I, I he, like, he gave me, Shia LaBeouf gave me an ultimatum and I chose... Florence Pugh to stay on instead of him. I mean, first of and all, you'd then, be an idiot for not choosing Florence Pugh over basically anybody. Uh, I agree with you, although fucking Shia LaBeouf is a fucking amazing actor. He's, he's amazing. Um, and then Shia LaBeouf was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I had scheduling <laughs> conflicts. And then he, she's like, he's lying to protect himself. And he's like, oh yeah, I got fucking text messages and videos of you saying like, hey, uh, are you sure your your scheduling conflicts are bad? We do love to have you. So he released those, and then Olivia. Did, what did Florence like, Pugh say? Did, or did Florence Pugh? Florence, Florence Pugh like so, this is not my fucking I'll get business. To I'll get to that. There's, there's, okay, okay. there's more to this story. Okay. Then what happened? Like I, the drama. I like this, that. This is this, this is Berto's gossip hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because nothing. I love nothing more than when someone does something and it just blows up in their fucking face. <laughs> so then Olivia Wilde was like, "Shit!" Like. 
the the fucking like the press tour doing really bad we're projected to do really bad numbers so the, the week it was supposed to come out she was like um first of all and again florence Pugh was not on the uh she florence Pugh was not during doing the press tour and everyone's like where the fuck is she yeah and uh the rumor and by rumor i mean the makeup people said that oh it's because olivia wilde was fucking harry styles behind her husband's back at the entire during the entire set and Florence Pugh was so disgusted by the by that that she was just like, "I'm not fucking, I'm not doing your fucking publicity tour. Go go fuck yourself." Why? No adultery. Who cares? That's no. That's but it's just business. like, like we're fucking working here. And that, you're, yeah, you're yeah, that's a good point. Every, actually, the, the director of the film is sneaking off to to bang the fucking main actor. Like it's like we, we're fucking working here, and you you're doing this shit behind your husband's back. It's like, like, can you, can you fucking focus? Like, get, do your work. And yeah. Neil Florence Pugh, she's a fucking great actress. She's, she's someone who takes her shit seriously. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um. So yeah. So then uh, Olivia Wilde was like, "Shit, I'm getting very bad. Like, the, the 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 early screenings are coming out. Very bad reviews. How do I get people to watch this movie? I know, the the main bad guy, Chris Pine. He's based off of uh, Joe Rogan. No, you know what? Jordan <laughs> Peterson. Yeah, he's a bad guy. And then everyone, and then Jordan Peterson, to which Jordan Peterson was like, what? <laughs> what are you guys talking about? And also I watched the movie. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely not based on him in any way. Which like, one is not Jordan even, Peterson? He, he's the one who's like, uh, do you want the whole history of him? No, no I just want, I want a one sentence, not a whole oh, history. Man. He's the like older guy who like wrote a book and has a podcast. And is basically just like, uh, he's like, oh, I'm trying to help young men to find oh. guidance in the yep. life. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay? Yep. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, she said that, and then, like, after the movie came out, a week after, it was like, oh, also, we put up um, uh, pictures of Trump all over the wall while we were writing his character, because we wanted to, like, really emphasize how bad he was. It's like, well, Olivia, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you just sold yourself out completely you just shit in your own mouth just to be like please come see my movie and people didn't really go see it it was a kind of it bounced yeah. yeah but anyway the the movie has a 40 percent on rotten tomatoes dragon so that is so a, you loved it right i love it that, all no, of this to um, say the first half of it i was like all right this is okay it's okay it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of interesting florence Pugh is uh did you see this movie by the way no andrew's literally Flor- watching it right now i'll never gotcha. see it Florence Pugh is she's fucking really good in it Harry Styles is like I don't know he just was like a lamp like he's just there (laughs) doesn't add anything which really made me be like man I wish Shia LaBeouf was in this he would have fucking nailed it Chris Pine is just not in not in the movie enough to like really be Chris Piney oh shame you know what I mean because he's fucking really good and you know what you mean yeah but uh yeah the movie is like all right this is stuff happening okay this is kind of stupid What's going on? It's a mystery. And then when they un- re- they show the mystery, then I'm like, wait a minute. The rest of the movie, the, the, the stuff earlier in the movie doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just like, it's just a really, really dumb, bad twist. And then like, it just keeps going. And I'm just like, I don't understand what the characters are doing. Interesting. All of them. It doesn't, nothing makes sense here. And then, uh, yeah, it ends. Anyway, uh, terrible movie. I hated it. Really bad. Okay. All right. All right, Dragon. Next. 
I like that you like the gossip around it way more than the movie. Oh, the gossip was so exciting because it just became like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and she's just invoking names. That's just like, oh, she's just like digging, just... A, like digging a hole, waiting for it. Yeah, to... <laughs> she's digging a hole for herself and just like, and, and just like, it's this is not going to end well for you. This is not going to end. And she's just like in that Hollywood system. So she's just like, yeah, everyone hates these people. So I'll just say that he's bad. And then everyone will come see my movie. And it's like, girl, that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, okay, next. Dragon, who's your favorite actor of all time? That's right. Michael Myers. Not the uh, killer. The actual actor. Mike Myers. Oh, Mike Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Michael the comedic Mike actor? Myers. Yes, the comedic actor. So you remember when we watched um, How I Married... Uh, so I Married an So I Married an yep, I do yeah. remember that. And yeah. you were saying like, oh my God, he's in a, a comedy series called The Pentavery. Yes. And that's on Netflix. I watched it, Dragon. I want to hear what did you think? Um, how do I express this? Was it good? It was okay. okay. I'm not going to say it was bad. Mike okay. Myers definitely has a brand of comedy. Yep. And if you're if you love his brand of comedy, then you're going to love it. If not, then the then this this might be a little too much for him. By the way, it- altogether, it's probably about two hours. Oh, that's it's not six bad. only six episodes. Yeah. Okay. Um, six like twenty minute episodes or so. Yeah, there were some pump parts where I'm like, I see the joke, but I'm not, you know, is it's it not like, hitting me. Is it like Austin Powers? Is it like in that kind of like the the problem with Austin Powers is Austin Powers was just like home runs every five minutes. Yeah. Every five minutes was yeah. great joke after great joke after great joke. This is like every episode had like two parts that had me really laugh hard. Mm-hmm. And then there's also things that I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if anyone really understands this joke, except for like 10 people. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I appreciated it because I get it. Like there was this one character. Every time he would show up, they'd play the the song from, um, fuck, what's the Tom Cruise Kubrick movie? Oh, so, Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. They played the song from Eyes Wide Shut. And I'm like, I don't think, like, I only know this song because I recently saw this movie. Like how many people are fucking realizing what's happening? I like man. I liked Eyes Wide Shut. I'm so glad I watched yeah. that movie. Um, but it's just it's an interest. It's interesting. Uh, every episode had probably like two the parts that had me really chuckle hard. Um, okay. I think you would really enjoy the last episode, Dragon, because there's a fucking I'm gonna say a minute and a half scene of just dicks everywhere, and then nice. it's really funny because they play with the fact that it's on Netflix and they're like. We try to give Mike Myers leeway, so we have some special filter thing set up. And there's just dicks everywhere, by the way. We have they they set up some Netflix filter thing to to like pixelate the dicks, but yeah. it's like not doesn't work that well. So we would pixelate the dick and then a hot dog, and then it would like take a moment to load. It was like really, an Instagram filter. Just yes, like- it it like legit like went like the that. entire minute and a half. I legit was fucking laughing really hard. It was I really like that. really funny. That's funny. So, That's funny. But yeah, so there there's some like I, I think if you like Mike Myers, I, like you Dragon, I think you would enjoy it. I probably like, would. It sounds like I would. You could put it on, and I'm, I think you'd agree with me where it's like it's like a five out of ten. Yeah. But like, there's a couple of parts that really just fucking hit me hard, and I was like, "That's really fucking funny." Yeah. <laughs> but so you know, you know, it's not it's not his best, but I definitely I definitely am glad I watched it. Nice. Um. Yeah. So uh, it's on, that's on Netflix, Dragon. All right, next, Dragon. Uh, I watched some a little something called Westworld. Now, Dragon, you know the TV show on the HBOs, right? I do, yes. I watched the I first wa- two seasons, maybe? Yeah, I didn't watch that. I watched the original t- movie. Oh, okay. Uh, starring your boy, Yul Brynner. 
and James Brolin and uh, Richard Benjamin. I'm not really sure. What year is it from? 1973. Ah, okay. This was actually directed by um, the guy who wrote Jurassic Park, Michael Crichton. Really? I don't think Michael Crichton. I don't think I knew that Westworld was based on something. Oh, no, it was based on, well, I mean, Michael Crichton kind of like did like three different things, which was like uh, amusement parks that don't work. Yeah, right. He really nailed it. Yeah, Yeah. he really like stuck at that niche. But um, (laughs) Westworld was, uh, it was interesting. And it's one of those movies that like so many people reference as like, like people who who know movies, they reference as like, this is an inspiration for this and that. And I'm like, I get it. And also, I understand what people were who were fans of the movie, who then watched the uh, TV show where they were like, ah, I kind of missed the point. It's like, yeah. ah, I get it. Because the, the TV show kind of just is like, let's make a mystery. Whereas yes. Westworld is like, hey, there's a world and it's the Westworld. OK, cool. Uh, it malfunctions. Mm-hmm. And now you have a killer robot. Interesting. Which is honestly is only like the last 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> And the rest is just fucking robots. Is that that like in the show? (laughs) It's just like interesting. It it dragged a little bit, but like I could definitely be like, oh, I I understand why so many people like have reverence for this. Like um, James Cameron, James Cameron says that Yul Brenner was the inspiration for the Terminator character. It's just this 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 like unstoppable killing machine that is just focused on killing one person and will hunt them down until the end. And huh. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I definitely get it. I, and and uh, even Schwarzenegger said that he watched this movie in preparation for The Terminator. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely see it. I definitely see it. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it, was an, it was a good movie. I liked it. Uh, again, it's a little slow at times, even though, Dragon, this movie is only um, an hour and 28 minutes. And I'm, it was still slow at times. <laughs> It was oh, points where I was like, shame. let's let's get to the fucking like I get it. Let's move on. Let's get to the fun part. Let's get to the part. Let's I did I part. did need to Google a picture of Yul Brenner as uh, in Westworld. Mm-hmm. He does look like uh, a robot. Yeah. And the, the Simpsons famously parodied this. I mean, this is a famous movie. It's a famous yeah. movie. Is uh, this what right. this is one of the ones that you watch and then later on you're like, oh, I get it. Like y- yes. you get all the cultural references around it and memes correct, and stuff. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go. Uh but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Nice. Uh, all right, Dragon. Next, I'm going to go move into a little segment that you would like to call Joe Bob Corner, Dragon. Uh, I watched Nosferatu, the 1922 uh, silent film. And you loved it? 10 out of 10? <laughs> well, 10 out of 10 because it was only 80 minutes. <laughs> and that's like 80 minutes for a silent film from the 20s is like a feat. Like that's long. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, no. Most of them are like 80, 90 minutes. Were they? I feel like that. I, I thought I always thought they were like a little the, short. How many, anyway. how many silent movies have you seen? No, not very many. That's why I was like, well. No, we... I've seen three. So I'm an expert. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but the, the few that I've seen are about 90 minutes. Okay. I don't know if that's normal. Just a reminder, Dragon. Um, I think it's something like 70% of silent films are all, are all gone. I, this one was almost gone. Remember Joe Bob talking about it? Yeah. But yeah, so it's, again, seventy percent of all silent films are are almost gone because they didn't uh, they just taped over them or they just didn't give a shit about fucking recording them. Mo- well, moving them film into... stock doesn't last forever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I watched it and I was like, oh, like, that's pretty good. I liked it. It's famous scenes, famous like moments and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I thought it was, it was creepy when it had to be the the really the fucking the um what do you call it? The soundtrack is really what fucking makes it creepy. Yeah, it's 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 surprisingly good, right? Yeah, it was surprisingly very good. 
Um, but yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to also like it's good. And you know, your boy Joe Bob did a good job, like fucking giving extra extra knowledges. I think I think when I watched it, I uh, having Joe Bob there to like give me background on it made it a lot better because I think if I had just sat and watched it through without the kind of interruptions and the like fun facts, I don't know that I would have liked it as much. Well, it's hard because we're so used to the visual and audio coming at the same yeah. time yeah. that just like having to have the visual and then having to read, it's just like really hard. It's really hard for my brain to like not get bored. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of describing it. Well, there's also, there's this, the, the silent movie acting thing that you get with like the big eyes and the huge expressions and stuff. Yeah. Like we're not used to having to like, we're not used to watching that. Cause like we, we you didn't you don't need that when you can express you know yourself via you express words. it in sounds <laughs> yeah <laughs> not just words but you can say it the way that you mean it like how yeah. are you dragon yeah. instead of how are you dragon i was about to do a silent movie bit but then i realized that this is nobody oh, let's see. do a silent nobody bit. can let's see me bit. let's do it let's do it it's like ready yeah oh my god wow my god. <laughs> for those of you not watching the audio portion of our recording you you all just miss gold. Gold. Can I just say that? Gold. Acting gold. I I should have been a silent movie star. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I've got one more movie, Dragon. Okay, go. I watched a little movie called Fire in the Sky. Uh, do you remember this movie, Dragon? No, I don't. So this came out in 1993. It's um, I'm gonna say it's it's a boats movie. Okay. Uh, air quotes boats. It's, Is it about uh, aliens? It's about an alien abduction. It's okay. a famous alien abduction story. Okay. About a guy, a guy basically like his friends were like, that our our friend was abducted. And like everyone's like, please, you killed your friend and you're so fucking buried somewhere in the woods. And then yeah. five days later, he shows up like all distraught and shit. And, you know, they all like pass lie detector tests. Interesting. But and then basically he just claimed that he was like abducted. But they all said he was abducted by an alien. And then he gave this crazy story about it. And uh, it's pretty well depicted in the movie. This is actually pretty accurate to the, the whole story. Um, to this day, he still says that this stuff happened. So really? it's not like, oh, you know, it turned out that we all were, we all Josh and each other. Wait, to this day, all of them have stuck to the story, not just the one? Um, I don't know about all of them, but I know that the, the, the guy who it happened to still st- stuck to the story. Interesting. Okay. But uh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's people who are like, oh, it doesn't make sense because of A, B, and C. Yeah. But me, you know me, Dragon. Uh, there's nothing I love more than a conspiracy theory founded on zero logic and accurate. zero evidence. A thousand percent oh, accurate. It's your favorite. I mean, to this day, you have not convinced me that the world is round. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, we never made it to the moon. Kubrick did it. Kubrick staged the whole thing. Exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, it was. I, I liked that it. it was good. It was a good yeah. movie. Because it, it mostly it dealt with. This was made in 1993. That's oh, by the way, this is on uh, Paramount+. Plus. Ugh. but uh yeah it's it was good and then the like it all leads up to the the scene where they show him like what happened when he was abducted and i was like yeah it looks fucking good yeah it was, it was well done i thought it was a well done movie well acted really good um 100 accurate 100 <laughs> factual in every way shape factual. or form exactly and no one believes us <laughs> no but it was good I, I i really enjoyed it It was like a sci-fi thriller and uh yeah, I, yeah it was good a dragon i don't yeah, know what else to tell about did you get to see the aliens yes nice they Were look they gray? like i mean so what the movie shows is that the gray alien thing is actually their spacesuit and they look like they're actually pink when stuff with stuff so. i see interesting 
Okay. Nothing special. All right, Dragon. Yes. We did it. We made, we made it, it, right? We sure we didn't did. think it was possible. Alejandro didn't even make it. I mean, he had to go off and take a nap. He did. I'm, I I mean, I don't blame him. I would also like to go off and take a nap at any, any time, really. So. <laughs> All right, Dragon. Uh, Let's you make this it to time, our bro. final. I have to introduce a segment. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Let's make it to our final segment. Dragon at the movies. Dragon. Yes. Go ahead. You chose this time, so you get to introduce, <laughs> introduce a movie. I thought you had already said that. I'm sorry. I don't know. Probably did. Go ahead. <laughs> the fuck knows? All right, Dragon. So I chose this week. So that means I chose a little movie. It came out in 2022. It was called 13 Lives. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, this movie uh, comes in at a nice, crisp two hours and 30 minutes. It's currently on Amazon Prime. It's directed by your boy, Ron Howard, and it's starring mm-hmm. your boy, Vigo Morrison, Colin mm-hmm. Farrell, and Joel Edgerton. Well, Joel Edgerton shows up at the end. Yes. All right, Dragon, why don't you yes. give me one of your world-famous Dragon at the Movies synopsis? Okay, well, this is a Boats movie um, about a uh, bunch of cave divers that won it, went in and saved a whole group of 13 uh, Thai soccer player boys. And their coach from a flooded cave. Okay, do you want to try? Do you want to start over and try again? No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> is, go ahead. I'm sticking with it. Okay, go ahead. Because I was gonna say Thai soccer players, and then I was like, well, that makes it sound like they're adults and they're not adults. So I just say boys, and then it was weird, and I made it weird. <laughs> anyway, that's what it's about. <laughs> it's about how that like thousands, amazing. thousands that of people amazing. came together to get these fucking kids out say, of this fucking cave. Yeah, go. Can I just say you described it perfectly, except. The order that you described it in was so weird. <laughs> You're like, yep, this is about two British divers. It's like, it's not about two British no, divers. No, it's not. <laughs> I did great. <laughs> sometimes sometimes <sighs> I, I surprise even myself. <laughs> All right, Dragon. When I go Let's... into it too, I'm like, this is going to be an easy one to describe. It's a Boats movie. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> like, I remember hearing about it in real life. <laughs> I remember the moments that it happened. And then (laughs) still, still, I fucked it up. (laughs) All right. Dragon. Yes. Let's get into this dragon. Okay. All right. So first of all, I, uh, over, I think I want to say Christmas, but I don't remember. So at some point when I was home and me and Andrew were at his parents' house, I walked in and they were all like halfway through the documentary talking about the story. Cause there's a documentary Uh, that also just came out. The rescue. Yeah. Yeah. So I came in (laughs) Just in time to hear them just basically talk about how these all these kids are going to drown. Like they had already found them, you know, but they didn't know how to get them out. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is the most stressful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you were like, hey, we're going to watch the um the reenactment of this thing. <laughs> and I was like, cool, 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 cool. It's not going to be stressful at all. <laughs> Sounds great. So, so here's the thing, Dragon. I famously say you should never watch a movie and expect... um. What's it called? Expe- expect accuracy in this. Yeah. Uh, Dragon, I can't express you how fucking accurate this I, fucking I, movie is. I know. It's phenomenal. Because I also saw that that documentary and then like all the beats they were hitting, I was like, holy shit. It's the same fucking thing. I, like it's amazing really, how, how they didn't change the story. I think Ron Howard watched the documentary and was like, you know who'd be cool as one of those divers? Viggo Mortensen. And that was it. Like that's the whole movie. Was that's, that's how he, that's how he was born. But no, but legit, he like 
they legit were like, like I think the, the beauty of it is this is such a crazy fucking story, such a crazy thing that happened with so yeah. many elements and pieces and stuff that like they didn't have to exaggerate anything. They were like, no. we, we don't have to add anything to make more drama. It's like also, it's already there. It's also so recent that like everything that happened was on was on tape. Like there was plenty of news coverage and there was plenty of like of, like the divers did have like camera. Like it was not like. Mm-hmm. you know it, it's not they, like this happened in the 70s and you don't know like, footage they, yeah lines they said in the documentary are the same lines they yeah. say in the fucking movie um my favorite thing is the like and we'll just jump right to the end but like at the end like the end makes it seem as if like if they had been in there for another hour they wouldn't yeah. have made it out and then and i was like well that's like adding drama to it and then like as you watch the documentary they're basically saying the pumps were failing literally as we were coming out. Had we waited another hour, we not yeah. would not have made it. And it's like, oh, that's not fuck. How is that possible? <laughs> Can you imagine? And then at the end, they're just like, oh, by the way, the cave was flooded for eight months, and nobody could yeah. <laughs> nobody could access nobody could access it for eight fucking months. I mean, to be fair, nobody could access it then either. They just like happened to find the the few people in the world who could. <laughs> like, sorry, there's literally like five people in the world who could have done this dive, and yeah. four of them were in the had to go in and do it. Yeah, one one <laughs> of them was lucky enough to not have to do it. One of them was lucky enough to be an anesthesiologist in order to to make sure this happened. The fucking right? rescue is insane. Okay, we, we, we gotta start with this shit. Because okay. okay, we we gotta we gotta get some something before we build up to that ending because that we, ending is okay. fucking amazing. Should we should we start should we start victim blaming? Like why were yes. those kids in that came to be those begin with? damn no apparently the kids all the time not just them but a, a bunch yeah, of kids it, would always yeah, go yeah. to the cave after soccer games to play because the the thing that that the documentary says is like the monsoon came early. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, the, supposed to be there. For there was no month. reason. There was no reason to think the cave would have flooded at that point. No, the parents yeah. knew the kids were going to the cave. The only thing was they were like, "Oh damn!" Like one of them birthday parties. I wish, I wish they had like come straight here, but it's okay. Yeah. The parents, like the parents, didn't worry until it was late, and they were like, "Where the fuck are the kids?" Well, and it was and that's pouring they, rain apparently. Yeah, and that's when they got there, and they were like, "Holy shit, the bikes are still here, and the cave is flooded." And yeah. that's when they called the authorities, and like it, it was like five days of them trying to figure out how to do it. And the Navy SEAL, like there's five day story of Navy SEALs trying to go in. They're not able to fucking do it Yeah, because they're just not trained. They're not trained. They're, they're, there's like, again, there's like 40 people in the world who do this, <laughs> <laughs> who well, do they, cave diving. They, they did a good job of explaining like with like one or two lines of just basically being like, look, your Navy SEALs are meant to be in open water. Like they're great scuba divers in open water. This is not open water. Like, yeah, this you is, can't, you... this is elements you cannot understand. Yeah. I, I, every underwater thing in this movie, I was like, no, hard out, hard no. <laughs> I absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm claustrophobic to begin with. Imagine right. with fucking like mm. <laughs> scuba gear. It's like, no. Mm. I don't want to scuba dive in open water. Like, I don't want to be <laughs> underwater. <laughs> Listen, you are not meant to breathe underwater. All right, humans, stop it. Stop doing this. I feel safer going to space than I would like actually doing any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> And I, I again, Ron Howard. Let me just say this: Ron Howard is a fucking good director. Yes, his ability to just be like all these different elements had to work in order to save these kids. Like this, some guy just shows up from fucking China and he's like, "Hey, uh, I happen to be in the area. Uh, I'm an engineer. We have to stop the water from going in." 
Yeah. So he, him and like just volunteers are just wandering in the fucking on top of the mountain being like, here are some holes. We got to redirect the water away from them. Yep. And, and it's like literally like he, he says it best. He's like, well, did the government send you? He's like, no, there's no time for the government. The government yeah, takes yeah. too much fucking time. I just came on my own. <laughs> He's like, listen, I knew this He's was like, an issue. And here I, I am. just showed up. <laughs> I showed yeah. up and was like, here I can help. And then the, you have the two fucking the two uh, military guys, the, the, the two American military who are like, all right, we're going to set up. We're going to do what we can. But we just this is completely out of our element. But we yeah. can help you guys set everything up. It's yeah. like lit, like and then the, like more people. They built an entire fucking city to just feed and house the volunteers that were mm-hmm. fucking working on this day and night to just fucking work, they, like constantly pumping from the bottom. And an army of people just fucking covering up holes from the top. They had to they had to flood an entire rice rice field because they had to redirect the fucking water. Yep. Like and again, the people were just like. Uh, all right, to save kids, sure. We'll, yeah, right. We'll give up our crops. <laughs> to save these thirteen kids, I guess our whole crop can yeah. fail for this and year. The, <laughs> yeah, like... and these two fucking British divers are brought in, and the Navy SEALs are just see these two fucking nerds, and they're just like, "What? Why are you going to go in there?" And they're like, "Ah, don't worry, we got this." And they, yeah. they just dive in. By the way, the documentary does an amazing job of describing exactly who they are because it's just like, oh, um. Here's a guy like Viggo Mortensen. Someone describes him like, yeah, the first time I met him, he uh, he saw me and then he did. He basically broke a world record for some like dive and then came up like it was nothing. <laughs> and it's like that's that's the type of man who he is. He's yeah, just yeah. like, eh, I'll try it and then does it and then come back up. And he even says that like there was wow. and something they didn't mention was that like he had a friend who, who he would do this with. And he's like, yeah, that was the first person I had to pull out of. uh of a rescue situation, uh, except I only pulled out his body. I didn't, he, he didn't make it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and apparently like this happens often where like people get stuck in a cave and he's sent in to go save them. Yeah. So it's like, and, th- and like, normally yeah. it sounds like normally those people are not alive anymore. Yeah. 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 They're, 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 they were like, uh, when more, uh, Virgo, Virgo Morrison, your boy and, uh, Colin Farrell go into the cave. He like, they're both, like yeah we're looking for bodies we're not looking yeah. for people yeah like there's a slim chance that these people fucking are alive right now they're well, just like why, we're gonna why go would look you for think, bodies like why would you think they would be like you would just assume that they got swept and they drowned like why wouldn't you yeah. assume that based or on they're based dead on... because it's been 10 days without fucking food or water yeah that's what well, I mean. they had water <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> not there's the cleanest 10... probably water though yeah but it's just 10 days yeah and it's like holy shit um, and then, and again, they show why it's going to be such a difficult way to get them out. Because by the way, that actually happened where there was one dude who was just like, and the, by the way, that where one dude was like, Oh, I, I got stuck in here. I just need to go to that spot. And that's only a 30 second dive, by the way. Yeah. It was only 30 seconds and the dude panicked and almost fucking died. I, and, I hard same. I, I when yeah. watching that, watching that, I was like, yeah, that would be me as well. It's yeah, just, a, yeah. you're not and, and meant was, to be underwater. <laughs> and again, it's like, oh, and watching this movie, you would think like, oh, they just put that in there to illustrate how hard it is, like why they have to drug the kids and everything. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, that actually happened. <laughs> like, you didn't have to add that into it. That actually fucked fully, up. Fully seconds, believe and, it. And he basically said, yeah, I was basically wrestling this guy the entire fucking time because he just had a panic attack. Yeah. Which, yeah, makes sense. Why wouldn't you have a fucking panic attack? It's just one of those <laughs> situations where like, I, do you remember when we did the, um, 
uh Spartan race one year and I went I went under the water and like fully just panicked and like <laughs> yes <laughs> and I yeah. was under it for like uh, like 30 Two seconds like I got like not even a, not even a second like like 30 milliseconds you know yeah <laughs> I was just like no nope, no nah, I can't yeah. do it <laughs> the idea of going underneath underwater where something's above my head and I can't come up is just too mm-hmm. much I can't deal with and, like it. The, the only thing saving you is that you you have something on your mouth and the entire time I'm just like I would just be sucking so hard just because I'm like don't fall out don't fall out oh god don't fall out right you're like just like clenching your jaw to keep it in yeah. it's like horrifying and then you get the mm-hmm. one guy that died. It was very sad. Uh, yeah, he was a volunteer. Yeah. So he was retired from the SEALs and came back to help them. And he died. And then another guy, a guy died because of uh, an infection. Yeah. But watching, I mean, watching that guy die too, I was like. Oh, man, that was even, hard. He didn't even really do anything wrong. He just no. like, he just happened. No, it just, like, it just happened. Again, this, it's, it's just them describing like, this is the fucking, this is dangerous. This mm-hmm. is not. It's not like, oh, don't worry, we'll just make it over there. This is fucking dangerous. Yeah. Anyone can die. Even well, that, it, it's also why you have to get like, you have to be scuba certified just generally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, yeah, it's like, this is fucking dangerous. And then like, you have the fucking scene where the father is, oh, like, there are multiple moments moments where I cried. Again, because I'm, I'm watching these movies while having my son in my lap. The yeah. scene where the father goes to the seals and it's just like, I, I, I just, just can you please bring back his body? Yeah. I fucking bawled my eyes out because <laughs> I was just like, oh God, like it's so sad. The father is just like, I know he's dead. Yeah. Just, I, just, well, I would like to have his body. I mean, you could never, right? Like you would, you can't, you almost can't get your hopes up because the odds of your kids being alive are so slim that you're just like, and the, even did the odds of, even if they, again, if they find him alive, how getting the them out, get them out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just like gotta what pump in air and food and water mm-hmm. for them for eight months? Like no, yeah. And then they're just lo- yeah, and the, they didn't want to send people in because again, when it's raining, it's so fucking hard. It's yeah. more dangerous because the current is stronger. They did a good job explaining that because I kind of didn't get it at first. I was like, well, it's flooded, it's flooded. Like what? Like, but then I was like, oh, there would be currents because there's yeah. water running through it. That's right. Because exactly. I'm thinking like and- ocean currents, but that doesn't. And uh, so they show them that like get swimming from where they start from where they start all the way until uh, to where the kids were. They they show you the timelines, which is a great, great thing to have. To so explain. Helpful. like they are there. It takes eight hours to swim out to them. And then it takes and then the, in the documentary, they say that it takes about three hours to swim back, which is just imagine the fucking current that it yeah. more than doubles your time. Absolutely wild. Absolutely yeah. and, wild. And yeah, they get they they fucking find the kids and they smell them and then you can see Virgo and Virgo Morrison on his his face is literally just like shit they're alive because yeah. he's like now we have to watch them die because he fucking is like there's no fucking way these kids are getting out nope and and Colin Farrell is just like yeah maybe sweet I like that Colin Farrell is like the sweet boy in this being like don't yeah. worry Virgo like we can do it <laughs> now I would argue that uh, Virgo is more empathetic empathetic yeah. Because he is just like I'm more realistic. Not gonna, I'm not gonna raise your fucking hopes. Like this is it's impossible to get these kids out. So yeah. they're like just giving them food and they're like, cool, that's gonna help for a couple of days. They're gonna get flooded, they're gonna die. There's yeah. no fucking way to get these kids out. Even if that and even if that chamber didn't flood, they don't have enough there's not enough air. There's not enough yeah. oxygen in it. Again, <laughs> it, the documentary did was like it we kept seeing the air levels and just like I don't know how I don't know how many more days they're gonna survive. So yeah. it was definitely like we don't have time and there's no plan. We don't have an idea of how to get these fucking kids out. Yeah. 
Can you then, imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine being in that situation and be like, oh, don't worry. One of the 12 guys that I know that does this in the entire world, the entire world is an anesthetician. Mm-hmm. Let's get him. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, they they in the only the only big difference they made was that they had the guy come there and then they explained to him what the plan is. They actually like told him the plan and then the guy came there. Oh, really? And, and then was like, they this didn't is spring a it on plan. him. Yeah. It's, no, well, he was there like, and he's like, oh, that's because he, he went there thinking like, oh, that's one of your plans. Yeah. And then as they were just there, they're like, oh, shit, that's like the only plan that like all these plans are terrible. There's yeah. no plan that works. That one is the least worst of all of them. <laughs> when you think about the plan, too, I was like, hey, I mean, I get, I like, I understand it. It's, it is both seemingly simple and also in reality, very, very hard. And I, it like should be simple, right? You knock them out. It shouldn't be hard to knock out a child. Right? I mean, <laughs> so, I, I mean, th- there's a reason why an anesthesiologist is a sole career. You're not, it's like, and you make a lot of money. It's because it's a lot of fucking math. You have to know the person's weight, the person's like the, the person's weight, their tolerance. And yep. then be like, okay, I'm going to give them X amount at this time of this. Okay. And that, that way they're going to stay out the whole time. And they're basically like, we think he's this much weight. And um, also you're not going to be able to monitor their, their uh, vitals the whole their time. Their breathing. It's just like, heart, yeah. you gotta be fu- I'm, guess- I'm well, basically guessing. Okay, it, the crazy guessing the numbers. The thing, the thing I always heard about anesthesiologists is like, basically what they're doing is get, bringing you this close to dying, but making sure you don't die. Like that's yes. like the, that like, that's what an anesthesiologist does. And I'm yeah. like, that's and horrifying. You saw them just be like, okay, we stick them, we stick them. And then we got to make sure fingers crossed they're breathing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, he's breathing. We're good. Let's go. <laughs> You're just like, Jesus Christ. Also having to like, give a kid a shot underwater while they're mm-hmm. like waking up is and, like the most horrifying thing in the world. Well, no, they, 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 uh, they're supposed to give it to them before they wake up. Yeah. But still, but yeah. They, yeah. And then they like tie, they zip tie them and then they're just like, this just feels wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing, the whole thing seems really bad. Like this is how he, this is how this but, has to happen. Yeah. And the, in the movie, in the documentary, they really like, explain to you like we had we had we had multiple plans they were all terrible this is the only one that was like they were like this is these are this is our plans and then they were like they they all were like this would never work never work never work this one will work but we maybe will get two or three kids out the rest will die because of it and they were like i mean it's better than zero that was basically (laughs) That was basically their argument. It's like we have, we have, we have terrible plans. Yeah, we have this terrible plan, or they die. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, and the, they were like, I, I mean, I, all right, I guess so. The thing, so, the thing, so the, the thing that I was really surprised about that I feel like wouldn't work in the U.S. is they just like didn't tell the parents what they were doing. They were just like, yeah, we're not going to tell them we're anesthetizing the yeah. kids. We're just, we'll just pull them out, and it is what it is. You know? I think, I think it was better that they did that because although, I mean, you have to explain to the parent, like that's the thing, you'd have to sit them down and explain to them, like, look, it's either this plan that will probably kill your kid, or your kid's going to die. Yeah, like and then no matter what. and then as I mean, as a parent, I would be like, "Yeah, do the thing that's going to give them a two percent chance of living yeah. rather than the zero oh, percent sure. chance of living." For sure. Like, although oh, I, I, I feel like I would be like, "No, I can swim it. Uh, put me in there. I can do it." 
you fucking drown immediately. Yeah. You don't even, you don't even, you just like slip and fall in the chamber and fucking. Just, you know, you, like I see things differently now as a dad. Yeah. And one of the things, one of the first things that like that I thought about was like the Uvalde thing. Yeah. Which is just like, I'm just like, I don't think they, I don't think these people understand. I would go up to the cops and just be like, hey guys, uh, just so you understand, I'm going to go inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get the fucking, I'm going to get my kids. Yeah. Now here's your options. Give me a gun. <laughs> Just in case I happen to run into the guy. Yeah. Or you can try to stop me. And I'm going to really emphasize the words try. (laughs) I don't give a shit what police training you have. You're not stopping me. Yeah. All right. I'm going in there. Just so you know. It's it's honestly it's honestly shocking that Uvalde didn't end in like five parents getting shot by cops. (laughs) In addition to all the dead kids. Christ. But it's like situations like that where I'm just like, no, I no, no. I'm I'm going I'm going in I don't give yeah, a shit yeah. I don't I don't care I don't like oh it's although dangerous. in this you, yeah. you know in this situation oh you I literally a... don't have the training I can't and like yeah, not just training literally like it's literally can't. physically yeah. impossible for me yeah. to do it yeah they, but they, they this is one of the few like, situations they'd be like here put this scuba thing in your mouth and just put your face in the water and you'd immediately be like oh I can't <laughs> be like all right guys you're right. I had a terrible plan you're yeah. right <laughs> I just I just needed to try it. <laughs> Like, sir, it takes years. But yeah, like this. that, that would be the worst part for me. It was like literally just sitting there. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing else powerless. you could do. Yeah. Powerless. Crazy. To fucking do anything. And then just them just being like, I, we don't know what the fuck to do. It's bleak. Yeah. What a, what a wild, it, it's, it's kind of crazy to me to think that like, it, there's a, there's a world in which like something seemingly simple can happen. And it's like, that there's nothing you can do, you know? Yeah. Like he, the kids are alive and we know exactly where they are. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. Like, and, we and can't... by the way, uh, what, like the, the, there's three guys in the world that can go get them. Mm-hmm. And uh, half of them are literally like, it's not like they buy the equipment, but that's one thing that the documentary talks about is like, oh, uh, they don't buy this equipment. There's nowhere to buy the equipment that they use. They literally build them themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you have this piece and this piece just welded together that the guy did himself at his garage. And he's just like, yeah, you know, I use this everywhere. It's literally this thing is stopping me from dying. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Like, oh, oh. Do you want to try it? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's yours. That's yours. Yeah. You do you, bro. You do you. Well, I remember from the documentary them talking about the one of the kids was too small for the face masks. To yeah. be put on him, and I I remember that because I was like, that would be me. They would they wouldn't be able to pull my ass out because my face is too fucking small. They'd be like, yeah, sorry, we can't get a seal. You're gonna drown. So and yeah. I I love the fact that they're like, it's not gonna fucking work. And then you have the one guy who was like, ah, I'll just hold it against his face, mostly because that guy knew like there's no coming back. Like yeah. this is it. If if he doesn't get out now, he's dying. Yeah. And it's literally him just like him pretending like, yeah, it'll be easy. But you can tell like in his face, he's just like, no, this is not going to be easy. I mean, that's all of them, right? Like every single one of them. The guy, the guy at the toward the end, the diver toward the end that has a panic attack because he lost a line and just like has to stop. I was like, that would have been me. Was yeah. so far before I mean, that. they all had panic attacks. And that's the thing, like Colin Farrell had Colin, Colin Farrell had a panic attack because he, he one of his kids just stopped breathing for a little bit and he fucking had a panic attack. Yep. Like they are all literally like holding people's lives in their hands. Yeah. And, Very stressful. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then basically we're like, and again, they were like, let's just knock them out and then we're just gonna carry them out and pray it works. Yeah. And, and they were oh, they were saying, Hey, if we get like one kid out, it's a miracle. And they're like, they got all everyone out, all thirteen people out. 
including the fucking coach, who, by the way, also scene that made me cry, by the way. By the way, this, is, this should just be a new segment. What what made Daddy Birdo just cry? Yeah. Just one of the scenes that made me cry was the uh, when the coach got a letter yeah. from the parents, and he's like, all the parents were thanking me. He's like, I thought they would have blamed me for what happened. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, the guilt that that man felt for whatever it was, fucking 12 days. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the entire time he's probably feeling guilty but the entire time he has to pretend like no 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 i'm gonna i'm i'm the leader i'm gonna take care of you guys but the entire time he's like i fucked up like it was my fault and all the parents are gonna hate me for this like can you you imagine oh my god and him just fucking like breaking down like oh i I really thought that they were gonna hate me for this (laughs) it's like they're thanking me for taking care of their kids to be fair he's probably the reason all those kids are alive I mean, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's he what kept I, that's, their he kept their shit together. That is my mentality. He's like, he's the one who saved. Them. He mm-hmm. like they saved each other. They're all the ones who saved each other. There's no, it's no one's fault, and yeah. you're the one who's kept them alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the fucking young guy got spooked, and then and by the way, also actually happened. <laughs> I I'm <laughs> then, sure. I I yeah. imagine that like. I imagine that when you do this, there, no matter what, no matter how often you do it, there is going to be a point where you're going to panic and you just have to hope that like that doesn't kill you in the moment and you can get I mean, past yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. What that's happens. it. Like, and you see it in his face. He's like, I thought, I would, well, at the very end, the very end where they're like all oh, at the end when they finish and then so they like are just sitting in that room where it's like just them four and yeah. they're like, I can't believe that fucking works. <laughs> and then. <laughs> You had the guy just just say like I I thought I was gonna have to leave him, yeah. And then and like that was his thought. He was like I I was just gonna fucking leave him there to die, yeah, and to get out myself. And he's like, thank God that these other fucking people came out and helped me. Holy shit! Like Jesus Christ, these people they, they just have PTSD from the saving them. I know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I uh, but I th- that's like not surprising, right? Like of course, of course you would yeah. in the. And I felt like that was that the younger guy. That was his like first rescue, right? Because he um, seemed like he wasn't. <laughs> I don't know, but they they all they all meant like in the documentary they mentioned that he's younger, but I don't yeah. think that like. But apparently he's like very good. Well, the in- he's good enough to, for them to fucking call. Well, right. Well, well obviously they for like Viggo Mortensen and Colin Farrell to be like. It's surprising, like how how old these guys are. You know, like it's Wait, it's like. Surprising? just because it's such a physically demanding thing oh, that like yeah, the older you get, um, I would assume the harder it is to do this, to do cave diving. So I, I will say this dragon. Uh, when I go running, I run pretty, I run pretty fast. Now the people who pass me the most are number one, the uh, Mexicans. Yeah. Who just fucking, I don't understand how they run so fast. <laughs> and number two, 50 year old white men. <laughs> Holy fuck. Do they run fast? So, and and like you would it's unassuming too you would just look at them and just be like yeah that's just a tall white guy no big yeah. deal but yeah. it's just like holy shit do they have fucking they, they have cardiovascular about systems. those long skinny legs and it like <laughs> takes them no but it's like you this is it's some it's something that i think takes a long time for you yeah. to uh develop and like part of it is like aging into it i th- i think you're right i think there there's probably there's probably like a sweet spot where like you've been doing it long enough that your body's conditioned to it right like mm-hmm. really really well conditioned to it you're um been doing it long enough also that like your nerves aren't so bad so like somebody who's like in their 50s probably does a good job of that because they've been doing it for so long right but i'm just yeah. saying there must be some diminishing returns at a certain point where like your eyesight's <laughs> getting worse so it's harder to do or like you know yeah. you're just not your reflexes I, yeah. aren't as and like good I, I think it just takes like fucking 20 years just to not 
like panic as you're doing these things. So it's just not breathe hard and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, to like monitor. They they did a good job too of explaining how like like all the Navy SEALs, like the, the Thai Navy SEALs going down, like ran out of oxygen by the time they get to the chamber because it's so hard. And then yeah. just being like, oh, we only have enough oxygen for one of us to get back. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And for them just being like, just effortlessly get, not effortlessly, but like right. they they make it look easy. Yeah. Because they fucking did it like five, six times. This, in, yeah. this insane, impossible thing. Yeah, they, and, including three times carrying people. Yeah, just carrying little kids, just little like teenage boys or whatever preteens. All right, wild. All right, yes. dragon. Do you have any uh, final thoughts on this, dragon? I mildly related to this. I wish I could remember the name of the book, but I read a book um like last year about a uh rescue effort that happened on uh one of the mountains in in the White Mountains in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Basically, a lady went for a a winter hike that she shouldn't have gone for because the weather was bad and she didn't check the weather right before she left. And she basically got stranded on a mountain in the middle of a snowstorm. And, um, and it was like talking about her, like all the mistakes that, that went into her dying on the mountain and, um, and, and about the rescue effort of the people who like went up there to get her. And I was like, man, that mentality of like being like, Oh, this person died doing this. And so we're going to do the same thing to try and get, mm-hmm. you know, like they unbeknownst to them that she was dead. Right. They were like, you know, she can die. So we're they... going to do the same exact thing to try and make her it. So she doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> it's just we're going like, to try to save her basically. Yeah. Right. But like, what a wild thing where you're just like, no, 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 I know. I know. I know it's like life and death. That's why we're going. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're, that's why we're doing it. Crazy. Crazy that humans do stuff like that. I yeah yeah. Uh, all right, would you give this a smashly or a trashly dragon? A smashly. It's very stressful. It's very stressful. I know. <laughs> I know how it turns out. I know exactly yeah. how it turns out. It's super stressful. Again, I I think I described to you like it gives you the the lows the low of the low, which is like oh my god, this is horrible. But then yeah. like that's what you need in order to get the uplifting feeling at the end. Yeah, that's true. Like 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 you have to get that despair thing to be reminded like holy shit like humans are fucking amazing yeah. holy fuck the, the shit, shit that we can do the shit that we can do and survive is just crazy yeah. and then the people who fucking do this who are just like oh there's like it just, again 13 kids and they they said that five thousand people from 17 fucking countries came yeah. and just volunteered yeah. they didn't ask for anything they just came by and were like we're here to help the kids yeah. we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna do whatever it takes some people fucking like plug the holes in the top some people fucking sacrifice their field. Some some people were just like, I'm gonna feed the I'm gonna bring food to feed the, the volunteers. Yep. There were people who were just like, Yeah, I'm just my job is to just bring pipes in to get the, the to get the water pumps to come out. That's yeah, it. Wow. That's what I do. Yep. But and it, and it, it just and to think like like all of it came together like very organically too. Yeah. In the span of twenty days. Yeah. Not even seventeen, right? Then they then they spend... twenty days in total. Oh, was it? I thought it was 17. Yeah, when they pulled out the last kid, it was the 20th day. And again, it was it they literally did it just in the nick of time. Crazy. Like another two hours, and they would not have been able to get the kids out at all. Crazy. So it's it's insane. And you get that feeling of dread that night before when they start hearing the rain and they're like, that's a lot of rain. Yeah. It's like ho- they knew, like, holy shit, this is gonna be this is it. This is mm-hmm. this is the last chance. Um yeah, and again, it's it's just i i really i this is feeling i get when you're just like humans are fucking amazing creatures like yes. when i watched document like when i saw the uh documentary about the um the space landing the the, the what's it called the apollo 11 space landing mm-hmm. like that was one of those amazing documentaries i've ever seen because it's literally just like holy shit 
Like, how the fuck did they do this? How the fuck? How the fuck did humans do this? There's something about human human beings, right? Where you, we just go, if we just are like, you know what? I'm just not going to think about it. And I'm going to do it. And that's it. But you know, I'm just going to do it. There's just some people (laughs) who are just like, and a dragon, I'm going to go ahead and say this. There's some fucking idiots. I'm pointing at myself. Yeah. Who are just going to be like, ah, run a marathon and not train for it. Ah, fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll deal with it when you get there. And it's the, like, like people like that, that are just like, oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go to the moon. Yes. There's a 50% chance that I'm going to die. Sure. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in and save these kids. Like, you know, there's a good chance I'll die from this, but you know, worth it. Whatever. Yeah. The point is to conquer nature. That is, that is what is amazing to to me that human beings can like fucking get, have this nature around us. And we're just like, now nah, we're going to do, we're, we can beat it. We yeah. can do it. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, why not we'll try? Come to, we'll get together. We'll figure it out. I mean, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? Oh Jesus, yeah. But uh, yeah, Dragon. I give this movie a nine out of ten. Dragon. Yeah, it sounds like you. I and you give the really, documentary a ten out of ten. <laughs> a documentary is fucking phenomenal. I, if you really like this, I highly, highly suggest a documentary yeah. on. Um, I think it's on Disney. Disney Plus. That sounds right. It's, I don't. I don't. It's remember. called. Yeah, it's called the Rescue. It is it's. Uh, two hours, but it goes a little more into the divers yeah. themselves. But um, this one, I feel like, goes into the story of like the like everything that happened. Yeah, that one goes more into the divers, but um, and it touches upon what what individual people were doing, other people were doing. Uh, and there's also like apparently there's a Thai like show on on Netflix, like a miniseries. Oh, about this? And yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm not. I'm not prepared to watch this, whatever it is, eight episodes, but yeah, you know, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe in a year or so. It seems like too much. Yeah, just a little too much, but it's still very interesting to see the individual stories of things happening, like the fucking the, the guy who just walked in and was like, "I'm a, I'm an engineer. I'm gonna, we need to plug up the holes from the, from the top." Yeah, <laughs> shit like that, you know. Yeah. But um, no, I, I really, I, I dragon, I again, I love this movie, and yes, it's a dad movie. It's I don't fucking, think it's just a dad movie, but it, I think it's. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's a it's a dad movie. It's a it's a movie that gives you the feels. Yeah, it feels to be to to like be like that's what humans did. The the dad like a, feels specifically. Yeah, like like when you watch a World War II movie and you're just like, oh my god, I can't believe these men did this. Like yeah. that that to me is like a dad movie. It's yeah. when you watch things and they're like, I can't believe. I feel like I it's when you people do this. I feel like it's when you watch like men overcome the odds to do something. That's right. Great. Only yeah. men. But that's kind of the thing. That's like yes. usually what a dad movie is. Yeah. Um, okay, Bruno. Uh, all right, Dragon. Uh, since I picked such an amazing film for you, Dragon, yes. wh- what are you going to pick for us next week? Okay. Or so- again, No Nut November. <laughs> are there nuts in this movie? I, there might be, actually. <laughs> Fuck. So I, uh, I, you very kindly reminded me that I needed to pick a movie for today, like you always do, because I always forget. And um, uh, you said, uh, let me guess, uh, it's gonna be some stupid British comedy from the sixties, and I was like, no. And so I chose a stupid British comedy from the seventies, so you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Barely the seventies. I know, almost eighties. So we are going to watch 1979's Monty Python's Life of Brian. So have you you haven't seen this Bruno or you you started it you said right I I believe I I described it once where I was like I started to watch it and then people started singing and I just like turned it off You're such a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> 
I, uh, I, you know, the Monty Python movies, I, I really, really enjoy. And um, this one I is the one that I've seen the least or that I compared to like this one in the Holy Grail. I've seen mm-hmm. this one the least out of the two. So I'm very excited to rewatch it. Uh, I remember it being great. I'm very interested to how you like it. Since um, that there, fun British well, humor. There's a lot of people who say this is better than uh, this Holy is Grail. a lot better than Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. It, there and, are a lot of people uh, who say that. Yeah. So, uh, so. Th- this comes in at one hour and 34 minutes. It is on Netflix. So we are going to watch it. All right. I feel like the movie is an hour short, but you know, I guess we'll do. We'll make do. We'll make do. You want your comedy to be two and a half hours? You want your Monty, Monty <laughs> Python comedy two and a half hours? This seems like it might be a little long, Berto. But if you want to watch something after that, we can watch like one of the Terry Gilliam movies that are just like super <laughs> fucking long and super weird. Oh, yeah. All uh, right, Dragon. Okay. Thank you so much. Why don't you uh why don't you just go ahead and uh, send us off? Oh, oh okay, bye. Uh, okay, bye.